Hello, my community. This is our intermittent sub-series of instructional ecology. Here's a tiny point of contact of mutual interest across the diversity of our teaching and learning community. These are sustainable connections. Hello again from the faculty staff leadership common read for the academic year. Our next Zoom for our discussion of our book this year, The Undergraduate Experience, is set for January 26th at 11 a.m. And we'll be looking at Chapter 4, Expectations Matter. Here's a little glimpse into the chapter to open the way for our conversation. We often talk at the college about having high expectations for our students to challenge them to excel. Here's how the authors frame high expectations on page 48. Quote, the key lesson from research on expectations is that performance is determined in part by what one believes about people and by one's ability to motivate them to achieve excellence, whether in the classroom, on the playing field, on a residence floor, hall floor, during an advising session, or in a meeting. Expect more and you'll get more. Another way of stating this is that if all of us, faculty, staff, administrators, board members, and others, believe our students and colleagues can achieve at high levels, if we have aspirational expectations for ourselves and for them, and if we make extra efforts to help them succeed, we often will see phenomenal results, end quote. I feel our college has a lot of faculty and staff who truly believe in our students' capacity to succeed and excel. So, how can we effectively express those high expectations so that they are motivational and possible instead of vague and strengthless? On pages 47 to 48, the authors get into it. Quote, Expectations, however, are not simply vague wishes or hopes pronounced by people in positions of authority. Research conducted by scholars including Claude Steele and Darnell Cole demonstrates that the way expectations are communicated is crucial in shaping behavior and achieving the desired results. Generic positive bromides like do your best work and think creatively offer limited direction and can be interpreted as patronizing, particularly by students or staff who feel marginalized in higher education. Articulating high, specific, and as much as possible individualized expectations while simultaneously conveying an inclusive message of belonging most effectively supports all in succeeding. For instance, telling a first-year class that, quote, past students who worked hard tended to succeed in this class, end quote, may have little impact on student behavior. However, the same message framed differently can have many more positive results. For example, I am going to challenge each of you to work hard and learn a lot all semester long, but I know that all of you will succeed in this course if you complete all of the assignments before class discuss with your peers and me in class, and ask for help when you have questions or are confused, end quote. So the book tells us we can't just say, do your best or I'm rooting for you and have that be the end of it. Let's wrap up this short broadcast with three sets of questions the book directs us to use to inquire into our own practices around setting expectations at an institution on page 58, quote, one, what are the expectations that your institution explicitly communicates to students, faculty, and staff? 
two, how clear, consistent, coherent, and explicit are expectations for different constituent groups, that is students, faculty, staff, at your institution? How are those expectations linked to your institution's mission and values and focused on students and learning? Where and how are those communicated? And three, are expectations for student performance set at appropriately high levels given students' academic preparation? Are academic challenges for students balanced with appropriate support? End quote. That's all for this micro episode. What kinds of expectations do you set for your students? Where would you like us to begin a conversation with fellow faculty, staff, and leadership about the questions the book suggests for us? Email me at H-O-U-L-E-C at midlandstech.edu if you'd like to get a jump start on the conversation. And don't forget, our next community Zoom about Chapter 4 is Friday, January 26th at 11 a.m. All faculty, staff, and leadership are welcome. You don't have to read the chapter. I'll have all you need. But if you want to look at the book, the ebook is available for free in the MTC library, and there's a link in the Sustainable Connections homepage. We hope to see you then.